Hello and good morning to you. Um, today is October 18th, Tuesday. It's almost 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time that I am uh, live streaming this video. I did come on a little bit earlier, probably like an hour or two ago with my morning declaration. But as I took a shower and just meditated on the things of God and everything that I got going on today, I could hear in my spirit to don't allow church folks to run you away from God. Now, I know that a lot of my audience here on Facebook are mostly church folks. But I have been doing a lot of different work in the community, and I've gained a whole different segment of the community that may not necessarily be churched. And uh, many of them have expressed um, disappointment in the church and why they don't go to church and why they don't affiliate um, with the church and why they just don't like church people. And some of that hostility was... Um, projected towards me until I gave them my perspective. Now, I think from the onset, I want to let everybody know that when I came into relationship with God, the creator of the universe, it was not in your traditional church. I was incarcerated. I was imprisoned for 15 years mandatory. I was desperate. I was hurting. And I needed some type of help. Good morning, Gloria. Bless you. And I needed some type of help. And um, I reached out to God. And to my surprise, God responded to me. And we began a relationship together. And he communicated with me. He used me. He fortified me. He strengthened me. And he gave me such a great amount of hope in the midst of incarceration that has totally convinced me that God is outside of the box, that he is not bound by a temple or a church building. He's not bound by denomination or people's opinion of who God is. In fact, God is immeasurable. He's so big that nobody can contain him. He's so tall that nobody can go over him. And I am so glad for that. Now, let's get into uh, what has been uh, impregnated in my spirit for this message. And we're going to begin this message off with a, with a portion of scripture that I think is going to surprise some of you. Um, and it's found in Isaiah chapter 50. And we're going to look here at Isaiah chapter 50, verse 10. And the Bible says, Who among you fears the Lord? Who obeys the voice of his servant? Who walks in darkness and has no light? Let him trust in the name of the Lord. And rely upon his God. Who 
walks in darkness, who has no light, let him trust in the name of the Lord and rely upon his God. Now, interestingly, um, people who walk in darkness, people who have no light, um, are people who the who church people. Let me say that who some church folks look down upon in judgment. Um, it seems like some church folk they forget the fact that they were insignificant, that they were drug addicted, that they were prostitutes, that they had babies out of wedlock, um, that they was whoremongers and fornicators. For some reason, they get a, they become a part of the church and they, they forget about all the stuff that they used to do. And then not only that, a lot of um, church folks today are older people. If you If, if you notice... A lot of people that go to church are older and, and the younger people are made to go to church. It's not like they go to church because, you know, they want to, but because grandma and all the family kind of makes everybody go to church. And so that's why you see a, a great number of young people in the church. Um, not saying that no young people want to go to church, but just saying that a lot of people that are devoted and dedicated to church, as we know it, the visible church, are older people. They're they're old. Um, their body is getting old. Um, they 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 figure out that the life that they lived before they came to the church was insignificant. It was meaningless. Um, they they felt no value. They felt no significance, and so they they went to the church looking for significance. They went to the church trying to find the meaning of life and trying to discover their purpose. And then they become a part of the church and then they they, they kind of turn up their nose on everybody else, you know. Um, and, and, and that's a disservice, I believe, to the people who are walking in the dark, uh, to the people who have no light. Because it's as if they have light and they don't want to share that light with people who are in the darkness. And that's why I, you know, I feel a need to talk about this because there are a lot of people uh, who I have become friends with, who I rub elbows with, who don't go to church, um, who's walking in darkness, who has no light. But I want to tell you, according to Isaiah chapter 50, verse 10, listen what the Bible says. It says, who walks in darkness, who has no light, let him trust in the name of the Lord and rely upon his God. See, they're, they're, church folks is no different from folks in the world. They're, they're no different. They're human. They bleed like everybody else bleed. They, they have thoughts like everybody else has thoughts. They get horny like everybody else get horny. Uh, and believe it or not, a lot of church folk um, they still participate in certain things, but they are so discretionary that they won't let nobody know. This is something that we're going to keep a secret. Uh, this is just between me and you. Uh, but then, then they look down upon other people and it's just not right. It's just not 
it's just not right. And so I want to I want to encourage you, definitely those who don't go to church and definitely those who see me on the street, who rub elbows with me, who talk with me, who do business with me. This message is particularly for you because I want you to know that God loves you and God is your God. The God of of heaven, the God of creation, he is still your God. He created you. You are not a mistake. You may not read your Bible. You may not go to church. You may not pray like everybody else prayed. But let me tell you something. God knows you from the in and from the out. Okay? And even in Isaiah chapter 50 verse 10, he says, look, if you walk in darkness, even if you don't have no light, you still need to rely on God. Okay? So don't allow church folks to turn you away from God. Because let me tell you something. The church is made up of broken people. Yep. Of broken people. It's made up of, of, of people who had children out of wedlock. It's, it, it's made up of people who, who, who are really, they came to the end of themselves and realized there's nothing else in life for me to do but to go to church and serve God. And there's nothing wrong with going to church and serving God. It's wrong for going to church, serving God, and then looking down on everybody else, right? that is doing the same thing you you have done you know uh it took a while for you to get to where you're going i don't see why you're looking down on other people and turning your nose down on other people and and let me tell you this let me say this um the church the visible church as we see it today has become what is called a religious institution. It's equivalent, not in all instances, in the true meaning of the church as far as the Bible. But I'm talking about um, from what we what we experience in our world today. Um, the church has become a religious institution. In other words, just like in Jesus' day, uh, when he went to the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and and he was, you know rebuking them it's the same thing that's going on today good morning pastor kim it's the it's, it's the exact same thing that's going on today we have developed a religious institution with our dogma with our programs with our prescription of holiness and we have actually ran away the very people that Jesus wants to bring light to, that Jesus wants to bring out of the darkness. We have become, <clears throat> well, the reason why I am quiet is because my wife and daughter is in the room sleeping, so I do not want to disturb them. Uh, and, and, and I've also realized that you don't have to be loud to be strong. You don't have to be loud to be strong. The words that I speak are spirit, they are life. But let's get back to this. Church Church folks have made church to become a religious institution that's equivalent to the religious people of Jesus' day. And they love to have church, but they don't love to go to the people who they run away. Like, uh, there, there's some people that say, man, I don't want nothing to do with the church. I don't want nothing to do with that. And, and, and 
unfortunately, they equivocate the church with God. And, and I'm here today to let you know the church is not God and God is not the church. Now, the body of Christ versus the visible church and the religious institution that we call the church, it's two different things. I want you to understand that. So let me make that distinction. The body of Christ, the mystical, spiritual body of Christ that is spoken of in the Bible is not the same as the religious institution that we call the church today. Okay? And unfortunately, for those who walk in darkness and those who have no light, according to Isaiah chapter 50, verse 10, they can't make that distinction. Why? Because they have no light. They're walking in the darkness. So the only beckon of light that they see or have been told could help them is the institutionalized church. But when they go to the institutionalized church, the only thing they receive is condemnation. The only thing that they're told is that they're inadequate. The only thing that they're told is that 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 they're going to hell if they don't um, act like us, if they don't dress like us, if they don't talk like us, if they don't walk like us, if they don't go to church like us, if they don't attend services like us, uh, it's because you're going to hell. And and let me tell you something, beloved. That's not that's not true. That's not true. Don't allow church folks to run you away from God. Okay? Now, you're not going to hear a lot of this said, but because I have so many people of the world that's following me now, different walks and different things. I do a lot of different businesses right now. I have to let you know that you have a responsibility as a human being to connect yourself with your creator. Regardless of whatever lifestyle you're living in, regardless of whatever you are trapped in, regardless of whatever you think you cannot shake, I'm here today to let you know that God does not discriminate against you. In fact, God loves you. The Bible says here again in Isaiah chapter 50 verse 10, I want to reiterate this, is because who walks in darkness? Who has no light? Let him trust in the name of the Lord. Now, the name of the Lord here is uh, Yahweh. Now, that word Lord is capitalized here. It says, so trust in Yahweh. That is the, uh, amen. Um, that is the, that is the name of God as he revealed to the people of Israel. Uh, before the church age, okay? And rely upon his God. Rely upon his God. This is so important. The, the Holy Spirit just was pricking my heart while I was in the shower. I was literally in the shower getting ready for my day. And I could just hear the Spirit of the Lord telling me, don't allow church folks to run you away from God. Jesus loves you. And here's another verse that's coming up in my spirit. Ephesians chapter 2. And we're going to start reading here in verse 1. It says, and you were dead in your trespasses and sin. 
This is for the church folks now. You were dead in your trespasses and sin. In other words, guess what? You walked in the darkness and you had no light neither. Hmm? But you still had an open invitation to come to the Lord your God and to rely on him. Notice what the Apostle Paul says. He says, you were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you previously lived according to the ways of this world, according to the rules of the power of the air, the spirit now working in the disobedient. We too all previously lived among them in our fleshly desires, carrying out the inclinations of our flesh and the thoughts, and we were by nature children on the wrath, as others were also. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love that he had for us, made us alive with Christ, even though we were dead. Unfortunately, so many people, they'd have been in the church so long, they talk about, I've been saved for 40 years, I've been saved for 30 years, and I've been saved, I've been saved, I've been saved. And you think that somehow by you being saved, that you, for a long period of time, that you are more valuable, or more holy, or more precious than anybody else. Let me tell you something. You didn't get saved because you were special. You got saved because Jesus was special. You didn't come to life because you had some type of uh, 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 power about yourself that brought yourself back to life. No, the only reason you came to life out of your dead trespasses and sins was because of the grace and the mercy of Almighty God. So why are you looking down on people who walk in the darkness and who has no light? They have much of a right to rely on God as you have a right to rely on God. Many forget where they came from and they look in judgment at other people. And let me tell you something, you're wrong. You're wrong. And I just believe, I just believe that if you continue to run folks away from God because people are coming to the church, coming to church folks, they're coming to the institutionalized religion of church because that's what they see on the building. Remember, they're walking in darkness. They don't understand the mystery of the body of Christ. It's not contained inside of a building. So they see church on, on a building, and the first thing they think about is, this is how I get in relationship with God. And then they become a part of your organization, They or they want to, and you dressed up in a white robe, you got on this white hat, and you, you, you're doing all this other stuff that's foreign to them, and you make them feel like they are a piece of crap. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. What has happened to true evangelism? What has happened to go out and, and, and talk to people who are not like you? To share the love of God? What has happened to that? It's, it's gone. And that's one of the reasons why when you look at all of these churches that's coming up, they're not growing because they're not glowing. The reason why you're not growing is because you're not glowing in dark places. If the people are in the dark and they have no light, we're supposed to come and bring them the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And sadly, the gospel is not even preached because some folks don't even know the gospel. And I've listened to people preached a lot lately. 
and they are far away from the gospel. They're preaching a social gospel. They're preaching uh, motivationalism, but they're not preaching the gospel because the gospel is the power of God into salvation, not to make another church member, but to increase the body of Christ. The visible church, and I've always made this distinction in my theology, the visible church is not the church how God sees it. The visible church is not the church as God sees it. God bless you, Lila. I, I am I'm bringing an indictment to church folks who are the visible church, who look down upon people who walk in darkness and have no light. That's, 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 my, that's my concern because I have talked to several people who walk in darkness, who have no light, and I always let them know that they have a right to come to God. To rely on the Lord. And I have also heard many of church folks. And the reason why I'm making that distinction because church folk is different from the body of Christ. That's, that's my distinction. My distinction here is that the visible church has become a religious organization that has their popes, they have their bishops, they have their rank and file in the religious sector. Uh, if you're not a part of their organization or their denomination, they look down upon you. Um, in some cases, you got some church folk, visible folk, that will say a female pastor or a female preacher is outside of the will of God and says that no woman should be preaching the gospel. Did you know that? Is that, is, have you forgotten about that? Well, the reason why is because those church folks Okay, will make you think that you have nothing to do with God. And that's the visible church. Mm -hmm. This is the day that we're living in today. If Even if you look in the book of Revelations, and I'm not going to go there, I'm about to close it out. But if you look in the book of Revelation, and Jesus is knocking on the door of the church. I wonder why is Jesus knocking on the door of the church? Doesn't he supposed to be in the church? <laughs> but no, he's knocking on the door of the church, trying to get inside of the church. And not all are against women preachers. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying, uh, Pastor Kim, is that we have the visible church that is misrepresenting the kingdom of God and is causing people 
who walk in darkness and who has no light to want nothing to do with God because they represent God and they're representing him wrong. Yes. Now, those who are of the body of Christ and who has the true knowledge of Jesus Christ are those who would preach the word in sincerity and truth and they would welcome those who are in the dark who has no light to rely on the Lord their God that's my point and so my message today is for those who have been shunned by the church by church folks Okay. who have been shunned, who have been looked down upon, who have been talked about uh, and made to feel like you're just worthless. Let me tell you something. Don't allow those church folks to run you away from God because God loves you. He knows all about you. There is nothing, absolutely nothing that you could do that would stop you from having access to God. All you have to do is pray. And you're probably saying, well, you know, oh, my ways are evil. My ways are not right. I've done so much wrong. Well, let me remind you that in all your ways, you can acknowledge God. And he will direct you, guide you. He'll straighten things out. Now, this is not an indictment upon the, the church as God sees it, okay? God has a true church. He has true men and women of God who love him and who are called according to his purposes and who would tell you the truth, who would welcome you in open arms into this mystical body of Christ with no hesitation. But let me tell you something. There are those who won't. Don't be dis discouraged because of that. Don't be discouraged because of that. Because God cannot be placed in a religious institutional box. You don't have to dress up in all white. You don't have to dress up in all black. You don't even have to go to church every Sunday morning. You don't have to go to Bible study every Wednesday. You don't have to even read your Bible every day. All you have to do is pray and say, God, help me, guide me, direct me, lead me. And you're probably saying, how do you know this, Herbert? Because I was incarcerated for 15 years. I didn't have a chance to go to Bible study and to become a part of some type of clique or clan or some type of churchism. I didn't have that opportunity. But in my cell, <laughs> I fellowship with God. God fellowship with me. He showed me my purpose and my destiny. He gave me hope. He loved me just how I was. And you know what? He'll do the same thing for you. Not saying that you shouldn't go and fellowship with people of like faith, you get encouragement in that. 
Even Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name. But I don't want to put too much on you right now. What I want you to do is I want you to reach out to God right now in the midst of your situation, in the midst of your circumstance. And I want you to reach out to God and say, God, I'm messed up. I'm tore up. I'm walking in darkness. I have no light. But can you please, sir, come and change me, help me, develop me into the person you want me to be? Amen. That's what I want you to do. This is the purpose of this video right now is to forget about the opinions of others and focus on developing a relationship with God of the universe. He will never leave you nor forsake you. It doesn't matter what you've done or what you will do. God loves you just the way you are. Hallelujah. God does not live in that church building that you went to when you were a kid or that they made you go to. God does not live in the church building down the street around the corner or the meeting place of the saints. God lives in the hearts of those who have faith in him and you will become the temple of the living God and God will lead you, guide you and direct you. I hope that this word has encouraged you to don't give up on God because God has not given up on you. There are always going to be church folks that misrepresent God, but there's also going to be real saints who represent him completely, who will let you know that God loves you no matter what. There would not be counterfeit money if there wasn't the real, authentic money. You hear me? There would not be counterfeit church folk if there was not real saints of God. So don't allow the negativism that comes from the institutionalized religion of church to stop you from embarking upon a vibrant, real, true relationship with the living God. God loves you, and so do I. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that this word touches the heart of those who are walking in darkness, who has no light that they would at least come to you knowing that you are able to do what they cannot do, that you are able to do what the church cannot do, and that is to change their heart for the better. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. God bless you. Until next time, may Jesus keep you in perfect peace. For more information about this ministry, you can go to ApostleHerbieMag.com. I'll see you there. God bless.